Hi, everybody. Welcome to Here's Our Take. I'm Allie. I'm Mitchum. And we love movies. And that's all movies, past, present, and future. Well, Allie, 2020 just keeps getting better and better. Uh, you mean worse and worse? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, guys, welcome back to Here's Our Take, episode 24. <laughs> and we do have just a little bitching to do. So, what we hear a couple of days ago? <laughs> well, Mitchum, James Bond. I can't talk about it. James Bond has been pushed back to 2021 oh, on April just, 2nd. Just take a knife and just stab me. <laughs> that I literally... it it. I'm just broken. Yeah. I've Honestly, seen... I mean, are we surprised at this point, though? Like, uh, Well, I am. We've I'm gotta not. We've got to get in the theaters. I've seen 15 movies in the theaters, yeah. and three or four of them I've already seen. I mean, I'm literally just going to the movies to be in a theater now, you know? I mean, I'm just so tired of this. Yeah. We have got to get back to the theater. No, I mean, I'm, I, I I agree, but I just don't see it happening anytime soon. Maybe after the election, but well, obviously we'll see. not. I mean, we're you know, I is Dune gonna stick? Is Wonder Woman eighty four gonna stick Who on knows? Christmas Day? They've already Day? pushed it back five or six times. Yeah. Why? I I mean, they want to obviously. We just, but just, we just need to scrap it's whatever. twenty twenty. Yeah, we basically. just need to scrap it. Also, so. and. Fast 9 has got pushed back, but yeah. who cares? We're doing and, Memorial Weekend, yeah. and then, you know, No Time to Die. Did you mention mm -hmm. the April 2nd? Yeah. yeah. But, and by the yeah. way, I want to, you know, marketing, I love marketing, and I want to push this. Our local theater, which is nationwide, it's Cinemark, is having these private parties. And I think it's genius. They start at $99. You can invite 20 friends. I mean, hell, charge your friends five bucks a piece. You know, pay for it. And but and then they just released, if you do it Monday through Thursday, it's only $49. That's not bad. And then they recently said that, hell, bring your own movie and we'll pop it in for you and you can watch it in our theater. I mean, how cool would it be? Yeah. I would love to see Jerry Maguire on the big screen. Yeah. I would love to see Pride and Prejudice on the big screen. Yeah. I mean, what would you, Mitchum? Gladiator. Well, I, yeah, Gladiator or, I mean, uh, Forrest Gump or, yeah. you know. That, I think I mean, that's like so to, cool. Get 20, yeah. it'd be great There's some for, movies that are just better on the big screen. Yeah, you know? exactly. Mm -hmm. I just, uh, any Christopher Nolan, oh, you know, yeah. Arrival, Dennis Villeneuve, mm -hmm. we're going to talk about him later. I mean, so people, look into this. It's Cinemark's private party watch, and it's, you know, starts at $99, and it's, I just, we have to support our theaters. It's our love Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mitch, and we got some Marvel news. Yeah, so more bad news about 2020. This will be the first year Ugh. in 12 years since 2008 that we will not have a Marvel movie in theaters this year for 2020. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. So, but they've still been re releasing a lot of news about their Phase 4, their upcoming, what their plans are and everything. Um, so the news is, is that Chadwick Boseman plays uh, Black Panther. Well, he has a sister in the movie called Shuri. Mm -hmm. And she's like the really smart, genius The technical genius girl. girl. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. She is going to join the MCU and be part of the new Avengers. Okay. So Which is, is a, following the comic book. Yeah. This I is believe. a different comic book uh, okay. storyline. So like there's the original Avengers, which is like Hulk, Thor, 
Iron Man, Black Widow, and Iron and uh, Hawkeye. Those okay. are the original, and then everyone else after that is like new Avengers. So like Ant Man, Wasp, her Spider Man, like those are all like new Avengers, and like Vision. So they'll have their own like storyline okay. stuff like that. All right. Thank also, you. yeah. Also, there is a trailer out for WandaVision. Yes, that I saw is that. on Disney Plus, and man. <laughs> it looks wild and yeah. it's all about like and it's very that follows a comic book as well because i got some insight from my friend at work uh scarlet witch has a mental breakdown and she creates this multiverse or like and that's how she's able to see vision like that she ex- has a mental that explains breakdown. the trailer then. yes it explains the trailer okay because, that's good to know mitch because so after, what, she has a breakdown yeah because she's so powerful and right. she can control reality because that's where she got her okay. powers from is reality stone. And so she has a mental oh. breakdown and it opens up to multiverse and it's all different storylines in the, it's different storylines in the different multiverses with her and vision. Okay. So it'll be really cool. Uh, I highly recommend you go check it out. Also, uh, Jamie Foxx was in the second, uh, amazing Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland. Tom Holland. No, 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 not him. The second Spider-Man <gasps> guy. Oh, mm-hmm. Oh, and they're okay. Yeah, he was in the Social Network, and um, I can't. And Emma Stone was in it. Yes, and yes. Everything. Well, he played a bad guy called Electro, mm-hmm. and he is going to be jumping over possibly to the next Tom Holland Spider Man. Wow! And it looks like they're getting a crew together to be part of the Sinister Six, which oh, is my Vulture, gosh. which was Vulture and Electro, and Mysterio, and. Um, Someone else. That so they is it Shocker. all the Spider-Man bad guys? Yeah, there's Spider. These are like the the Sandman. Yeah, wasn't that mm-hmm. one? These are yeah. like all the Spider-Man villains that like team up and they form the Sinister Six. Oh, that's and Doc cool. Ock is in there as well too. Okay. So we'll see if they bring him in the MCU. Oh my gosh, so, there's yeah. so much going on there. Yeah. So and also we touched on um, Chadwick Boseman a little bit. Just a little good news yeah, out of all this bad news. So, his last movie that he was in was with the Russo Brothers. It was called 21 Bridges. Yeah. Well, also, who was in that was Sienna Miller. Mm-hmm. And we love her. But the reason she was able to be part of that movie, in an interview she did, she said that Chadwick Boseman took a pay cut so they could, the Russo Brothers could afford to bring Serena Miller on wow. as well. So, that just kind of shows how... I mean, you just awesome. don't see that in Hollywood. No, and, and I mean, he's just—it's just, so... he's—he was gone too early, and yeah. he was such a great guy, and that only. But you know, it her talking about that in that interview—you know—it's a message, and it's a positive message, yeah. and it will resonate hopefully in other actors and actresses, and you just love hearing that coming out of Hollywood. Oh yeah, hundred so. mm-hmm. percent. Okay, well, and I have some exciting news because you know how much I love my guy Richie, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and how much we loved The Gentleman. Go watch it. Which is still like, I think it's my number three movie of the 15 I've seen. But yeah. I love this movie oh, so come much. Out in January? God, it feels like yeah, three years ago. I know. Ugh. But anyway, so Guy Ritchie, evidently he originally wrote The Gentleman as a series, like a, a TV series. So it was, they just announced this week that it will become a premium TV series. Oh, okay. And the best part about it 
is Guy is attached. He's going to write and direct the series. And I'm so excited. And premium to me means it's going to probably be on HBO, HBO Max or or Amazon can Amazon pick it Prime, up. Amazon yeah. Which means they can be kind of dirty oh, and yeah. potty mouth mm. and, you know. It'll be a rated R. Yeah, sure. it'll be awesome. Yeah. Now, the only thing that worries me is because you know, I mean, they're, you know, it's not going to be cast. I mean, it's not going to be Matthew no. McConaughey. They're, that's the that's the key. That's the key yeah. is who they're going to cast, you know. So, But I'm excited. If Guy Ritchie's doing it, I'm there. Oh, yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. And I think... It'll be, I think if you put it in the same universe, but with like different castmates and maybe different characters, I think it'll still be good as well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah but I mean, if Guy's attached, I'm not worried about Oh yeah, me So neither. it'll be good. Love Guy Ritchie. Oh yeah. And go, go watch The Gentleman. Oh, it's so good. And then I just found this funny. I just want to mention this quickly. But now we have another movie that's being made that it's a movie about the making of, of another movie, like in the 70s. Oh, my God. So, a few episodes back, we talked about Chinatown. Yeah. How they're making a movie on the making of the movie Chinatown. Well, this week, it was announced that Oscar Isaac, who we love, yep. can't wait to see him in Dune, and my boy, one of my boys, Jake Gyllenhaal, yep. is going to be in a, bi- a biopic about The Godfather. So okay. we have Oscar Isaac is going to play Francis Ford Coppola, which okay. will be perfect. Yeah, yeah. And then Jake was cast as Robert Evans. Now, I kind of did a little research on this Robert Evans guy because I'm like, well, who's that? Well, evidently, he was like, in his words, he was a half-ass actor and wasn't very well. So he kind of worked his way into being a producer. Well, he ended up working up his way in Paramount and was their top executive. And so he evident he was an uncredited executive producer on The Godfather, which I uncredited? found uncredited? Yeah. I find this very interesting. Hmm. So there had to be and this Robert Evans was really high up in the yeah. movie. And he actually passed away about one year ago. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. And so I think it'll be very. There must have been a lot a going on. Out or something like well, that. I don't know about that. I couldn't read that, but it to get Oscar Isaac and Jake Gyllenhaal to be cast in mm-hmm. this movie, I I'm very interested. A lot more than I am in Chinatown movie. Oh remake. yeah. But you know, The Godfather is yeah. still one of the what top five best top movies 10. ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the so, first and second one. Yeah. Yeah. True. So, so anyway, so that lots of movie news. So kind of makes up for a crampy ass. Excuse my French. Twenty twenty. We're just sorry. That's all we're, we got for you guys. Movie news. So, so just getting you ready for next year. Frustrated. Oh my gosh. And yeah. hopefully December will stick around and be good oh, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, please pray for, let's pray for Christmas being Wonder Woman. Let's pray for Dune. I mean, uh, we we got to get back in the theaters. Yeah. Okay, not speaking of theaters, speaking of sitting in my living room, I did watch Enola Holmes. It's a Netflix movie. Um, it's PG-13. It was two hours. Very heavy two hours. Um could tell it was smidge long. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown, Henry Cavill, Sam Claflin, Helen Bottom Carter. Um, I 
don't really care much for the Millie girl. Um, I mainly watched it for one reason because of Henry. Superman, yeah. Yeah, 100% on board with him. Just in a nutshell, it's Enola Holmes is the younger sister of Sherlock Holmes. And there's another brother, too. Minecraft. Yeah. And, um, but she, her mom, their mom goes missing. So she sets out to find her missing mother. And that's essentially what the movie is. Um, what you will see is you will see a corset, you will see a pine cone pet, top hats, a motor car, an explosion, women wrestling. Indoor tennis match and Scrabble tiles. Now it, and they've already announced there's going to be another one. Oh wow! Okay. And and this is how I'm going to review it. It's not a Netflix original now, is it? Netflix just bought it. I'm assuming, but I'm I, I can't. It would have said Netflix I'm not at the sure. beginning. Because yeah, I'm not sure, Mitch. I'm not, I don't think it's a Netflix. Well, did you like original. it? That would tell us if it's well, a Netflix original. Well, I mean, listen. Okay, if it would have been in the theaters. I would not have liked it. Because, you know, I expect more out of a theater. If I'm going to drive and go see a movie, sit in a theater, a huge screen, I expect more out of it. I'm very glad that it wasn't at the theaters. Okay. It was fine sitting at home in my living room. Millie Bobby Brown is amazing. Yeah. She was in 99% of the scene. I mean, Whoa. probably every scene. Wow. And she did the fourth block. What is it? The where wall you, break. The wall like break. Deadpool okay, does. I'm going to tell you this right now. Only Ryan Reynolds can pull that off. Okay, people? I He's mean, the one that started it. Millie did a fine job of the fourth... Fourth wall break. Wall break. Mm-hmm. She did okay. But just be careful. That That's a Ryan Reynolds job. Okay? Go watch Deadpool if you don't know what or I'm talking about. Okay? I'm just going to say that. So anyway, it you know, I don't need to watch it again. You know, and yeah, if another one comes out, I'll probably watch it. You know, it, 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 it I hate to say it was cute, but it, it wasn't bad. So, anyway. Okay. And then I want to review one more movie. It's kind of a funny story. Um, but so last Saturday night, um, I texted Lauren, who couldn't be here with us today. And I was like, hey, let's go see a movie. And I always give her like, I hate to literally just pick the movie. So I gave her three choices to Lauren. And um, she comes back and one of the choices was, I just put Batman, you know, because I just look at our local theater and I see these movies. So Lauren's like, let's go see Batman. So I was like, okay. So we go to our local theater and we're sitting there, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, well... You know, I kind of just saw it, you know, but I'll still go. I'll see anything with Christopher Nolan and, you know, Christian Bale on screen. So, so the movie starts in the first scene, as you guys know, it's the dark night, is the clown face. And I just went, <gasps> you know, I, it just took my breath away because I really... I thought in my mind for some reason that I was going to see Batman Begins, which is the 2005, the first Batman with Christopher Nolan and Christian Bale. But it was actually The Dark Knight, which I hadn't seen in many, many years because it's so difficult for me to watch Heath Ledger in this role as the Joker. 
So I just thought that was so funny that, so I ended up seeing, you know, The Dark Knight in the movie theater. As you know, it was absolutely amazing, you know, with Christian Bale, Heath Ledger. It was heartbreaking to watch Heath again um, because as you know, you know, The Dark Knight came out in 2008 in July, but Heath, you know, passed away an accidental overdose in January and it came out in July. Yeah, and he won the Oscar for that. Yes, and he did. Mm-hmm. So it was just, and I know what we saw it a couple of times back in 2008. Uh, yeah. You know, or um, I'm sorry, yeah, 2008. It was heartbreaking. And so for me, not knowing that that was the Batman I was going to see again on the theater with uh, Lauren, oh, no. and the first scene was that clown fate, you know, and yeah. but it was it was the he, bank robbery. Yes, that's mm. how it opened. I was expecting to see the kid run through the field and fall into a cave. But yeah. anyway, Aaron Eckhart, I think that's his yeah. best movie role to date. Oh, yeah. He was the, phenomenal in yeah, that movie. Phenomenal. Two-Face. Mm-hmm. Michael Caine, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Gary Oldman. Um, just, I mean, good night. If you have not seen The Dark Knight. Yeah. I mean, I know everybody has, but I still want to do my favorite thing, and that's what you will see. Uh, clown Masks, A Pencil Trick. A Mountain of Money, Explosion, A Jail Cell, A Cell Phone Stomach, Boat Fairies, and An Upside Down Joker. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to... I mean, they're all all three of his movies are fantastic. The Batman, Christopher Nolan yes. ones. But it's hard. Like, this one, the second one may actually be better than the first one yeah and then the third one is possibly even better than the second one like they just get better and better but it's harder it's hard not to say that this is the best one and i think of a lot of it has to do with everything surrounding heath ledger yeah and i think and personally well, honest, in our eyes honestly though and lauren and i kind of talked about this after on our drive home i personally like the third, the Bane, yeah, not Dark because of Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. I personally like the love story. I absolutely love the Catwoman. Sure. Anne yeah. Hathaway is absolutely stellar. Yeah, and Christian Bale in that last scene. Yep. You know, I mean, yep. come on, people, if you yep. haven't seen it, no, it's it is a know, fantastic him, bow tie on the entire series. Yes, that like and scene. And he falls in love. Mm-hmm. You're led yep. to believe that. I mean, that. So honestly, that's that's why I prefer it's, it. It's, but, the series itself is definitely. Either oh, yeah. top one or two oh, series yeah. that I've seen. I yeah, mean, right up there it's with Star, Star Trek, Trek and then Batman. Batman. Like it's a perfect series, yeah. and it ties and a bow well, on it. I can't it. put one over the other. No, like they're yeah. all like equal. Especially after seeing this one, and and it was funny, Mitchum, because it was really like it had been. I mean, I want to say. You know, what, it, eight? I mean, it's been five years probably since I've seen it's it. It's hard to watch. I can't because of Heath. So it was good to see it again, at least up on the big oh, screen yeah. Yeah. with the good sound mm-hmm, and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, so, yeah, so go watch Dark Knight. Gosh, if, you're, if your local theater is offering it, you know, go see it at the big screen oh, it's again. Fantastic I the big love screen. these comebacks. Mm-hmm. I, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I told y'all I went and saw Jurassic Park. Yeah. It gave me goosebumps. Yeah. I was like kind of crying, you know, just, you know, because I was just so amazed. I was literally sitting in the theater again. Yeah. You know, 
so I'm going to look tonight to see, because these, these they kind of throw out there. Sometimes they don't even advertise them. You just walk up and they've got a little note on the theater door saying, hey, tonight we're playing oh, that, okay. you know, so it's, yeah, yeah so just go check it out. those comeback yeah. ones. Speaking of comeback, we're going to do our segment Rewinds, mm-hmm. and this is where Mitchum and I, if you're new to the show, welcome, um, this is where we talk about you know, movies that we recommend, mm-hmm. you know, as a rewind, go go rent it on... Usually that are out on DVD or yeah. you can find on streaming platforms. You can do Voodoo, you can... Because we forget to mention yeah. where to watch. So we're just going to say there's Voodoo streaming, there's Redbox, there's Netflix, mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, uh... YouTube Apple, TV, Apple yeah. streaming so, services. Yeah, so these are the Hulu. streaming rewinds that yep. we're going to recommend. And because it's our favorite it's director. It's Dylan Villeneuve's birthday today. Yep, happy so, birthday, Dennis. We, we recommend that you, you go see all of his movies. Yes. And we've talked about him at nauseum almost and yeah. length. Like him and Christopher Nolan, if you, yeah, haven't, we, told, if you haven't guessed, <laughs> are our favorite directors right now. So, I mean, go watch Blade Road 24-9, go watch Arrival, uh, go watch Enemy, go watch Prisoners, go watch yeah. all of them. But okay. we're going to take time to pick two of his movies to talk about yeah. a little bit today. Go ahead. So, my movie is, uh, it came out in 2015, Emily Blunt, uh, Josh Brolin, Benicio Del Toro, it's called Sicario. <gasps> it is a very wild, dark movie well, about a drug cartel. the scene is yeah. so dark. Yeah, yeah, uh, I was uh, cringing. I'm like... The first five minutes are like, oh, this is what I'm getting into. Yeah. And it, the whole movie is just yeah. whoosh. So, Emily, I was there for you, sister. Oh, yeah. yeah and or she's Emily totally, Yeah, she's kind of like reserved and a little taken back in this movie, but she plays an FBI agent that is working... She joins a task force with a CIA operative who played by Josh Brolin, and he, Josh Brolin has a partner that is played by Benicio Del Toro. Oh, it's and so, so good. they are trying to <clears throat> hunt down uh, and kill cartel members mm-hmm. and everything. And so they bring on Emily Blunt for secretive reasons that you have to watch the movie for. And basically they kind of like don't give her the whole spiel of what they're actually doing. She's in the dark. She's, yeah, in the dark, the whole movie. Yep. And really, the only reason they bring her on is because if they, if the CIA cooperates with the FBI, it gives the CIA different leverages that they can do. Okay, they yeah. can torture people on U.S. soil. If oh, they're very working with. okay. So anyway, Benicio del Toro is a wrong. He is a prosecutor whose family was killed by a cartel member that they are trying to hunt down, and he is helping Josh Brolin to do this or yeah. using Josh Brolin to help him get revenge basically. Right. So I'll leave it at there. There's badass. a little bit for a few uh, tri- uh, twists and everything at the end that you have to go watch. But yeah, I mean, Josh is fantastic. He plays a sleazeball uh, FBI or CIA guy. Yep. Emily Blunt is played like a fresh green FBI recruit that doesn't even know what she's getting into. And Benicio Del Toro is just You a know, that's, that's he, this movie really, I mean, I know he's been around. Oh he yeah, you know, but he, he can do anything. Marvel. Yeah, yeah, he played but the collector. This, this was perfect. Mm-hmm. This he, it's like Dennis. I mean, God, does he know how to cast? Oh yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, those he, three. And like Benicio del Toro, he plays a role. Like he was in Snatch. 
Yeah. And he was in yeah. the Marvel. Like he yeah. can do anything. Yeah, he and can. he play a quirky guy. Like this he was a very like now, I can't see him in a rom com. No, I can't. <laughs> no, but he, he played a total badass yeah. in this movie yeah. and just like almost like old west gunslinger yeah. kind of type. Yeah. But very like in a suit and like yeah. proper. And there but, is like, a second we'll one. Throat. There is a second yeah, but one. I don't, I, it's not as good. It's okay. Mainly it, for me because Emily wasn't in it. Yeah, she now, didn't do it but Josh it, and Benicio are still yeah. in it. And, and it's, it's more good. about his background. Yeah. Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. And I don't think Dennis is attached to that one. He may have produced it. I, yeah. But he wasn't directed it or anything you know this movie isn't for everybody there are very difficult it's rated r for for a reason and it's not language it's other it's pretty gruesome yeah and there's some very dark tone uh like moods or dark um yeah i mean when i left the the theater i just left very heavy it's very intense and it'll leave you on the edge of your seat and you're just like yeah, it's very to, heavy. You'll so. need to have some office or friends episodes on hand oh, yeah. to watch immediately oh, yeah. after. Yeah. It, so. It's very intense. Okay, well, my Dennis Villeneuve movie that I want to recommend is Prisoners. Ooh, <laughs> oh, talk about dark and gosh, intense. Whoa. Ugh. Okay, we're talking 2013. Oh, it wow. was It was two hours and 33 minutes, and you would not know it. No. Because it, it, you know, Den, I mean, his movies, you look at Arrival, you look at Sicario, mm-hmm. those opening scenes, it, you are on a roll, a, a two hour downhill roller yes. coaster. Yeah. That is, gr- yeah, that is great. That's it. The opening scene There's is no, you going up, and then after the first five minutes, it is all downhill. Well, even after, after the first minute, I mean, you, and it, he could, uh, oh, I, yeah. anyway, Hugh Jackman played a role that, you know, besides Logan, that well, this is before Logan. Yeah, and he but was like he still was known pretty dark for like and, oh yeah, Wolverine yeah. and being kind Speaking of like speaking of someone throat. who can do anybody. That's fair. He can that's be true. a singer. Yeah, he you can know, do it all. he can do this. Anyway, my boy Jake Gyllenhaal, Viola Davis, Melissa Leo, Paul Dano. Woo. Uh, okay, just essentially if talk you about perfect casting. Oh again. gosh, tell me about it. If you haven't seen Prisoners, it's what, essentially what it is, is it's about uh, a little girl, six-year-old girl, mm-hmm. and her friend disappear in this little town. Yeah, and Terrence it, Howard, his daughter disappears yes, as well with, with Hugh Jackman. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's about how a dad, which is Hugh Jackman, takes matters in his own hands, mm-hmm. and it also follows the police, which is Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. Um, following, pursuing multiple leads. And it's just, I mean, uh, it's just, it's heartbreaking, but it's, it's so, I hate to say interesting, but you know, you see both sides, you know, you see the family side dealing Mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. Because you know, the first 24 hours of a missing person is the most important. Yeah. And that's kind of what this movie takes place about. And it just, you just, there's winding roads and it's just, oh, it's amazing. And this is what you'll see. You'll see an RV, a bathroom beating, a neck tattoo, a deer, drinking, and you're going to hear a whistle. Yeah. So, you know, this pretty, movie, we, those are pretty dark movies. Yeah. But let me tell you, Dennis Villeneuve can tell a story. Oh, he, yeah. I'm telling you. It, this movie I would compare to The Devil All the Time. It's one of those movies where you can't 
you can't turn away though. Like, yeah. It's so like, but the, it, the, it the, wasn't that hard to walk. I mean, it was, but it's uh, just. There's I don't some know. seeds that are pretty yeah. intense. Anyway, I, I'd still suggest both of them because it's just the storytelling, you know. Yeah. It, it's in the acting, you know, Dennis can just, God, he can direct. Yeah. No, it's you know, yeah, And, you know, it, he directed is... Jake Gyllenhaal in Enemy. Yes. And Jake didn't even have to. You know, he Jake doesn't even have to try out for Dennis movies. You know, Dennis just no, he calls them a lie. Yeah. He's like, I'm there. You know, so yeah. anyway, so go. Those are our rewind suggestions. Once again, happy birthday, Dennis Villeneuve. All right, guys, welcome to Pops for Popcorn. In this segment, we take your questions and we answer them. So yeah. we have two fantastic questions. From, we do. Uh, I love these questions. They're from Instagram, and one is from email. So the first question is, we our listeners want to know, what is our favorite or what is we think is the best war or battle scene in a movie? Allie, wow. you go ahead. Well, there's so many. But oh, yeah. uh, Mitchum, I know, has more than, you know, because you know, you guys, as I discovered doing this podcast, my favorite genre the is... Sports, it, the, sports. There's not a lot of battle or war scenes in I, sports yeah, movies. Exactly. So. And I didn't realize this until we did this podcast that that's actually my favorite genre, sports movies. So the first one that came to my mind, as you all will agree, is that scene in the last scene mm-hmm. in in Marvel's yeah, Endgame. Avengers Assemble. Like, yeah, when they all came they all through those yeah. time things. I mean, period. Okay, yeah. Witchers. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, man, there's so many to choose. I mean, the opening scene of Gladiator is really good um, in the battle scene when they're fighting the Germanian tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, any battle in Braveheart is good. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, William Wallace. Yeah, yeah, oh, good. Mitch. And that's, that's, yeah. Yeah. And then there's a couple space battles in Star Wars that are really fun. Oh, okay. That's cool. Um,. Yeah, I mean, I and I'm I'm a sucker for World War Two, so uh, Fury has some good like tank battle scenes oh, yeah. and everything, yeah. and uh, Saving Private Ryan has some really uh, the landing of Normandy scene and oh, Saving Dunkirk. Private Ryan and well, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Yeah, that, that's kind of so, depressing. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, there, there's really a lot to choose from, but I think I would have to go with the beginning, the opening scene of Gladiator, or um, to go to a TV show. Uh, the Battle of the Bastards and Game of Thrones is very good and yeah. one of the like biggest and money wise battles that they've ever done. And then um, the Hobbit, the Battle of the Five Armies, is really good as well. Okay. And any any Lord of the Rings, yeah, the Return of the King, that last battle with the ghosts and stuff. So yeah. okay, so yeah, I mean All any right. of those, take your pick. So yeah. All right, what's our next question? So the next question is, I think I'm a little bit more excited about is. What job would you like to have from a character in a film? In a film, there's a character has a certain yeah, job. What yeah. would you like to have? Well, that makes sense. my first one that I thought of when I saw this question, which I love this question, yeah. is, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a marketing girl. I love marketing. I, I think love I know this is going. selling things and just, I just, I'm a marketing girl. I, I have a degree in marketing and, um, and of course, I would love to have Jerry Maguire's job. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I saw <laughs> I that coming. I would love to, you know, and you know, of course, it's one of my favorite movies of all times. But I would love to market. 
even though I don't really like You like sports, to be a sports agent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be so cool to market great sportsmen, you know. Interesting. So, yeah, anyway, and you? So, I have a couple, and mine are a little bit more fantasy, All right, I guess. what are they? So, I don't know if you can consider this a job, so I'm going to cheat a little bit, but I would love to be a Jedi. Oh. And like be a peace a peacekeeper in well, the Jedi that's, universe. That's a job. Yeah, you're a peacekeeper. Yeah. You're like a monk that yeah. has like superpowers. Okay. Um, my next one is I would love to be a Jaeger pilot from Pacific Rim. They get to pilot those giant robots oh and fight like gosh. awesome, uh, like aliens and stuff like that. Oh I think that'd be God. so cool. And then my last one, and I, this one is realistic. Uh, what I thought of is interstellar and i would love to be an astronaut that gets to explore uh, a black hole like really did. yeah oh, i am very fascinated so with face and i would love to be yeah just that guy in the frontier to explore like you know just being like a, an explorer like yeah. in space and stuff like that right. so yeah and then you know any other type of engineering job that's okay. on the moon and stuff. Well, so. that those were two excellent questions. Oh, those are, those are my favorite. Yeah, by far. very I good. And please those. keep them up. You know, you guys DM us um, on Instagram. Oh, and speaking of Instagram, <laughs> if you don't mind, I want to run through the poll results because I know you guys are curious because I see you all voting. And we did decide that Gwyneth Paltrow needs to stay as Pepper Potts. We don't need to see her in the suit. Yeah. Um, we decided that Will Smith, we liked him in Men in Black instead of I Am Legend. And, you know, these are just marginal wins, sure, I'm, okay? I'm sure it's close. And then Ezra Miller, that was 50-50 hmm. as The Flash and Perks of Being a Wallflower. Okay. And Zachary Levi. Now, this was a little surprising because I was wondering if all of you would remember him in that series, yeah. Chuck. And he did beat Shazam just by a couple of points. That's wild to me but chuck he is was very so popular. good he, in yeah. that yeah and then um robert downey jr did beat benedict cumberbatch as sherlock okay we're gonna leave it at that and then brie did win in room over captain marvel but it was tight but you know and i even had one of our um or one of our fans, you know, DM me on the side, and she's like, "What room in Captain Marvel? How am I going to pick?" And then she's like, "But it is Captain Marvel," and I'm like, "Yeah, Jen, I know it's Captain Marvel, <laughs> but you know what? Room was so, I mean, she was her nominated, acting, right? Yes, her acting performance. It, you know, I mean, yeah, it, it just was. It's a hard. Watch. I can see it. Yeah. It was a hard watch, but it was amazing. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for voting on my polls. I've got a new little birthday thing that I do now that I love doing. So um, again, DM us questions, email us questions, give me some poll ideas, okay? All right. Well, thank you guys for joining episode 24. We're excited to do our 25th episode, which will be on October 17th. So please join us. We'll have lots of movie news and trivia and we'll, we'll give you some rewind. So, um, but thanks for joining, uh, 24. Yeah, it'll be a big episode. Uh, make sure you follow us on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, uh, overcast, Spotify, Mm -hmm. wherever you listen to podcasts, drop us a review. 
uh, share your podcast, share our podcast with your friends on your story, or just let us know. We really kind of want to bump up our domestic listeners and everything. We have a lot of foreign listeners that we love, and we love getting new listeners. We love hearing from you guys. You can email us at here's our take podcast at gmail.com ask us your questions we will always answer them and follow us on instagram at here's our take podcast go to the movies